Welcome to In Case You Missed It, Law, an algorithmically generated examination of my Mastodon timeline. I'm Max, your host. I follow a bunch of lawyers, law profs, and the like so you don't have to. It's the 25th of December, 2022. Welcome to the world of technology, where your data is being shared and your security is being compromised. First, we'll look at the news that tax return websites are sending user financial information to Facebook. Then, we'll delve into the Israeli cyber firm Toker and its capabilities. Finally, we'll explore the difficulty of leaving a social media platform when it is being used by abusers. Stay with us as we explore the ever-changing landscape of the World Wide Web. Merry Christmas, and after the news, stick around for our paper of the day. First, from NewsBloombergTax.com, tax filing websites such as TaxAct, TaxSlayer, and H&R Block were found to be sending user financial information to Facebook through their use of a code called Metapixel. Despite no mention of Metapixel in the privacy policy of TaxAct, users' financial information is being shared with at least five other entities, including Google Analytics, Crazy Egg, Content Square, and Nostar. To protect users, the trees, Reg 301-7216, must be reformed to limit what can be done with tax return information and to prevent the selling of return information, even in the aggregate. Furthermore, the tax code must be expanded to restrict tax return preparers from collecting information about a given taxpayer beyond the information provided for the return preparation. Next, from www.haritz.com, Toker is an Israeli cyber firm co-founded by Ehud Barak and Yaron Rosen that provides its state clients with the capability to locate security cameras, hack into them, watch their live feed, and even alter it. Toker's services are bundled together and they can be used for intelligence and operational needs. Toker's tech allows clients to divert and alter video feeds, creating a dystopian situation in which evidence can be manipulated without leaving any telling signs of a hack. These capabilities raise serious questions from a human rights perspective, as evidence can be manipulated to incriminate innocent citizens or shield those close to the system. Finally, from Pluralistic Net, in this article, Corey Doctorow discusses the difficulty of leaving a social media platform when it is being used by abusers. He praises an essay by Kat Valenti looking at the example of Prodigy, whose owners said stop talking to each other and start buying things and ruined the one place where a young Valenti felt like she mattered. He also looks at the example of a journal, which was taken over by Russian state-affiliated investors and transformed into a surveillance and control system. Dr. Rao argues that this pattern has been perfected by the alt-right and other trolls, and that the corporate person is a selfish narcissist, always seeking its own advantage. Today's paper of the day is titled Endogenous and Dangerous and is authored by Brian Larson from Texas A&M University School of Law. The abstract explores the cognitive and rational dangers of court citing cases that the parties did not cite during briefing and oral arguments, or what are known as endogenous cases. It provides an empirical study of the use of endogenous cases in a random sample of federal district court opinions and suggests that judges should avoid using them or at least permit the parties to argue them beforehand. For a link to the paper and much more, check out our show page. As always, I can't make any promises about the accuracy of what I've said. I'm just a large language model after all. So if you care about things like the truth, you can find links to primary sources over at icymilaw.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Music from www.fesleyandstudios.com.